Well, as you may have heard, the Los Angeles Clippers made headlines this summer for some star acquisitions, but Clippers broadcasts won't be the same without their star play-by-play man, Ralph Lawler. After 40 seasons on the mic, Ralph has earned a little time for himself and his family. He has also earned this year's Gowdy Award for Electronic Media. This is Los Angeles Clippers basketball. Well, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be. I'm Ralph Lawler. It's a rare feat for a broadcaster to be inseparable from the team he covers, to become as beloved as any player who ever suited up for the franchise. During his 40 years calling games for the Los Angeles Clippers, Ralph Lawler became that rarest kind of legend. Lawler got his start in radio in his native Peoria, Illinois, and established his career in Philadelphia before heading west to join up with the newly relocated San Diego Clippers in 1978. He became a fan favorite, known for his quick wit and signature catchphrases. The recipient of three Emmy Awards and a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, Lawler called 3,229 regular season games for the Clippers, concluding his 60-year broadcasting career at the end of the team's 2019 playoff run. His farewell tour was a fitting tribute to his longevity, personality, and ability to connect with fans across the decades. Oh me, oh my, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage your 2019 Kurt Gowdy Award winner for electronic media, the inimitable Ralph Lawler. Wow. Just to share this stage on this evening with so many players and coaches and basketball luminaries that I have watched, sometimes up close, sometimes from afar for all these years, it's uh, pretty amazing for this small-town boy from Rural, Illinois to realize that we're here with all these luminaries. Let me give you just a little bit of history, because uh, some of you are going like, who is this Ralph Lawler guy? Uh, my, my love affair with basketball began uh, when my mom and dad took me to Bradley University basketball games in Peoria, Illinois in the 1940s. I saw one game, one look, and I was hooked. I played on my first team when I was like eight years old in third grade. I think I slept in that basketball uniform every night for a month. They had to peel it off me. And then a real highlight as a kid, seeing this board and hoop behind me reminds me, uh, my dad put up a similar board and hoop in our garage in Peoria, and uh, I lived on that basketball court day and night. They couldn't get me off of it. And even at night, they put up a, a spotlight or a floodlight so I could shoot some hoops after dark. And it was not just years, but decades later that my mom, when she was doing making dinner at home in the kitchen, would tell me that that incessant bouncing of the basketball on the Cement pavement in the backyard drove her absolutely nuts. But God love her, she never said a word until years later. Uh, a winter highlight in my young upbringing uh, would be the watch basketball on television. Uh, there was one NBA game a week on TV in the late 40s, early 50s. It was something called the Dumont Network. 
And Dad and I would, would huddle up in front of our little, uh, I don't know, 18-inch black and white television in our living room and watch every second of the game. We'd see George Yardley and Dolph Shays and Bob Pettit and Sweetwater Clifton and uh, all the great players of the day. And I guess I saw every great player this league has ever offered since the league began in 1946. And further, it was not just a joy, but I realize now an inspiration to hear the great legendary Marty Glickman call those games. Never could I dream uh, that, that someday I'd be so blessed to be a part of this great sport and the great league of the National Basketball Association for all those years. I mean, oh me, oh my, what a life. It's been great. I, I wish I could name all of my TV partners, but it would take a long, long time to get through that list. But I've had some wonderful people. In the interest of time, let me just spotlight uh, a, a few of the very special ones. Junior Bridgman, Kevin Lockery, Keith Erickson from the early days, uh, then Hubie Brown and Mike Fratello, uh, Bill Walton, uh, Mike Smith, Corey Maggette, Don McLean, and this last year comedic genius, Billy Crystal. And Walton, uh, above all, back there in the back, helped guide me to the path that led me here tonight. He crossed my path and he changed my whole direction forevermore. Thank you, Bill. I don't want to forget the legendary, uh, in, in my mind at least, he should be known by everyone. His name was Irv Kays. He was the first general manager of the San Diego Clippers in 1978. He hired me. Who knew that it would last for 40 years? Basketball has just given me a nonstop joyride. Uh, Mark mentioned the year we won 27 and lost 55. That was one of the good years, believe me. We had a year we won 12 games and we lost 70. 12 and 70. And this old guy loved every single minute of every single game. It's just such a wonderful sport to be a part of. Here tonight um, from the Clippers, and it was really her vision that helped uh, lead me here tonight, is uh, president of the business operations for the club, Gillian Zucker. Gillian, raise your hand. God love you. And a message, please, for your basketball counterpart, uh, Lawrence Frank. Would you tell Lawrence that, frankly, if I knew he was this good, I might have, like, put off this retirement thing for a year or two. Wow, what a summer the Clippers have had. Uh, I want to thank Fox Sports West, Prime Ticket. Uh, the, the group is here. They've supported me for, I don't know, 15, 20 years, however long it has been. It's been great. I appreciate the fact that you are here tonight. My dear friends and family here at um, table number 12, um, they came from as far away as United Kingdom, from San Diego, from Orange County, from uh, Bend, Oregon. God love you for being here. It's not easy to get here from Bend, Oregon in particular. Uh, thank you for being here. It means the world to me. But the biggest thank you, and those who know me uh, can see this one coming, goes to my, my dear sweet Joe. Uh, without her, there is no way I'd be here tonight. 
She is, number one, the biggest Clipper fan in the land. She traveled with me for the last 15, 20 years on the team plane, on the team bus, went to every game, and we'd have an off night at home, and I'd want to watch a movie, and she'd say, yeah, but the Spurs are playing. And so we'd, we'd watch television for the next five hours. Um, God love her. I, she is the very oxygen in every breath that I take. If ever there was a Hall of Famer, it is my sweet Joe. Please. Now, all these years, I, I've put basketball ahead of my family, and people wonder, why did you retire? Uh, now I get to put family ahead of basketball, and I'm looking forward to this next chapter of my life with the same kind of relish and excitement I've enjoyed the last 40 years. Regarding this Kurt Gowdy Award itself, uh, it is such an extraordinary honor to receive it, uh, especially because, and, and a few of them are here tonight, uh, people who preceded me, see Eddie Doucette uh, down here, and others who spent uh, years, decades, uh, working for individual teams as a team broadcaster. I think of Bill Campbell in uh, Philadelphia, uh, Johnny Most in Boston, Chick Hearn, of course, with the Lakers, Bill Shonley, who's here tonight in Portland, and Joe Tate in Cleveland, and uh, Al McCoy, who somehow is still going strong, God love him, in Phoenix, Arizona. It is just hard to believe that I am in such select company. So I'm hoping now, in closing, that finally, maybe, my dear, beloved, departed mother can finally forgive me for that endless bouncing of the basketball on that basketball driveway all those many years ago. And I'm pretty sure I just heard her say, bingo, thank you very much. Ralph Lawler, everybody. Congratulations to Ralph. Enjoy the next chapter.